Who the bloody hell's that? Should indeed. You're listening to the Corona Diaries, a sometimes random and often irreverent attempt to understand the psyche of singer Steve Hogarth. Hello and welcome to chapter 118 of the Corona Diaries. Oh, 118, 118. What was that? 118. That was that two, those two blokes with that moustaches, wasn't it? It was. And 70s the mis- hair. Yeah, the, mis- the, they, they, meant, they were meant to look like a, a particular runner, weren't they? That was him. What was he called? David something. David something. <laughs> there we have it. There we have it. Bedford, Henry, Emery, Henry. I don't know. No, David, somebody or other. We think. You're running a bit late, aren't you? Yes, I was sucked into Cliff Richards. Which is exactly what you said, so we started recording. Before I, before I asked you to explain. <laughs> oh, it'll all become clear at the end. <laughs> Will it? <laughs> yes. Well, the end of this one or the end of the last one? Um... The end of this one, I think, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hmm. Because we didn't have one on the last one, did we? Exactly, exactly. Oh, right. You were, you were tr- trick question, that wasn't it? Trick question. Yeah, you, trick you question. were trying to suck me in. Indeed, indeed. Mm. It's become a phrase you've started to use quite a lot, that. It's too short. Um, uh, has it? Well, yes. I am often sucked in. Well, indeed. By various characters. The, the Stones had a compilation album called Sucking in the 70s, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. Oh. I wonder what gave them the idea for that title. I, I have no idea. I have mm. no idea. Maybe maybe snorting was a bit too on the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, we're here to record 118. Um, I, um, I've been making a radius gauge. Of course you have. I thought yeah. there were scones. Well, no, we no, we did. So the little one woke up and wanted to drop scones or scotch pancakes for breakfast. Mm. I mean, in fact, that reminds me. Did you ever, in your in your youth, when you were growing up, was there such a thing as a bureau book in your house? A bureau book? No, no, there right, was okay. not. That must have it, been your side of the Pennines. Right. Okay. Um, a little little kind of thing looked a little bit like a pocket diary. So that sort of shape, right. kind of, um, and that Biro used to put out. The only way you used to be able to get them is you have to send a postal order to Biro. You're talking about, oh, oh, well, I always called those Biros. You mean pens? No, no, it's a little cookery book. Oh, fuck, no. Biro's in flour. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure we would have had one if they were free and my mother had heard about them. She'd have been in like Flynn. She loved a good deal, my mum. Well, if 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 our Jill or our Sue are listening... A bureau book. See if you can remember a bureau book. Can you still get them? 
I, you can still get them, and mm. and the, and it's that's where my recipe for drop scones is. Well, bugger me. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. And um, the other thing I've been playing with while I've been waiting you to awaiting your arrival, um, it makes it sound like you were you're like hours late and you weren't you like five minutes. Um, we, I came on the train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, was, it was it was leaves just outside Dorchester. Um, the with with thirty five point eight percent through volume two of the diary. Ah, you've been calculating. I've been calculating. Blimey. Um, but what that means is we can probably work out, if we're going to do all the diary, hmm. at what point in the future TCD will start to lose part of its shape. Right. No diary in it. Or have to go, depending on... Or have on, to go. On, I mean, I don't think I made a rule at the beginning. No. I'd probably just start reading somebody else's diary at that point. <laughs> Now, hang on. Now, this is a really good idea. Can we do Kenneth Williams? <laughs> I know. Well, probably not without encountering copyright issues. Ah, all right. I'd, so I'd quite like to do Niven as well. I liked. Uh, did you ever read Bring on the Empty Horses? No, and I've got it. It's on the shelf as well. It's, that was it, one of those books that everybody read in like the eighties, wasn't it? Early eighties. Like well, everyone read *The Moons of Balloon*, didn't Moons they? And, Balloon, and yeah. about how he how he got into films, which is fascinating. And then um, *Bring on the Empty Horses* was about Hollywood. And there's um, there's a there, there's a lovely little section in there where he outlines an unnamed film star, female film star, getting out of bed in the morning and going to work. And everything that they used to have to go through, um, and he sort of—I mean, he doesn't make any excuse for it—but he kind of outlines how they all ended up on drugs and uppers, so they could get up and downers, so they could get to sleep at night, and they were always up before dawn um, to get on on set and to have their hair done and their nails done. Did I say all this last week? No, no. <laughs> okay, just checking. Well, I don't think you did. I can't remember last week. <laughs> Good. Well, welcome to the club. Yeah. Are you stopping there then? <laughs> well, that'll do. Yeah, oh, right, I'll okay. stop there. But it, it's right. it's worth a read. That um, and it has that fantastic quote, you know, uh, by this Italian film director, famous Italian film director whose name escapes me, and he said, the trouble with you actors, you think we directors know fuck nothing, but I tell you, we know fuck all, which I always thought was great. I like that. <laughs> anyway, back to 118. Yes. The reason why it's all merging a bit for us this week is we're trying to we're trying to bulk record this week, aren't we? Because you're you're going away and I'm going away. We're running to stand still, Hunt. That's what we we're are doing. running to stand still. I've, I've mm. got a I've got a bow wave of of running. Can you have that? I don't know. Ignore that comment. It made no. sense in my head, but only briefly. Right. It's all about running this morning. Those two fellas with the moustaches, David, yep. somebody other, David A and David B. David. Mm. Um, anyway, David. we're gonna we're gonna busk through today because today is is the reverse of what the last two have been. So the last two have been have been kind of my attempt at the essence of H in song. Um, oh fuck! I forgot to look. 
Oh, list. don't worry about it. You can you can busk it. You can absolutely busk it. All right, I'm going to see um, if I can get it up on the screen. Whereas today, mm-hmm. today you're going to create a set list by picking one song from each one of the albums running from season's end all the way through to an hour before it's dark. Now, I've actually already done it. I've got one, but I'm not going to reveal mine until the end. <laughs> so you haven't got any clues on that. Right. So well. you've, and it's really simple. We should be able to rattle through this. How hard can it be to pick the song that uh, from any one of the albums, the live song to go with to create the perfect H set list? Mm. Literally, no pressure. Mm. Well, if it's going to be the, are we kind of carrying on from this? Essence of who we both think I am. <laughs> we both think, yeah, no, well, I, well, I don't know about that, you see. Um, maybe not. Well, yes and no. Throw it in a little bit. Okay. Throw it in a little bit. All right, so, all right. you know, so yes, it can be, it can be just, oh, just that's, that's the live track off the album. Without a shadow of that, that's the one. But at the same time, it could be things that you don't get to play very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that the rest of the band won't touch with a 24 foot cattle prod. That's true. There are a couple of those, but none of them were on Seasons End. I think the band were all fairly engaged in Seasons End, with the possible possible exception of Hooks in You, which we always feel we, we just haven't got the energy to play. <laughs> well, that's Ian, because Ian just starts off at one hell of... It's saying that, though, it can't be Ian, can it? Because it's Steve that starts it. It's Rothers that starts that. It's me, I think, more than anybody. Is it? It's just an absolute, you know, what's the highest note you can sing, right? Sing it and, and stay on it uh, <laughs> whilst running around. Um, that's So I usually go, oh, Jesus, let's not do, let's not do that. Um, but it always goes down well. Well, yeah, because we hardly ever get to hear it. It's a bit of rock and roll, isn't it? In a, it in is a bit of rock and roll. Uh, a lot of slow three, four... <laughs> Well, yes. I've got yes. a bit of a wheezy laugh today. It's wheezier than usual. I'm reminding myself of Keith. Uh, he's got a wheezy laugh. <laughs> anyway, season's end. Or Muttley. Yes, Muttley. Um, <laughs> or Sid. <laughs> Sid who? James. Oh, James. He was more of a ah, 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 wasn't he? Than he? Yeah. <laughs> that was, anyway. Um, shall on, the we... subject of, on the subject of wheeziness, just as mm. an aside, did mm. you know that Richard Bryars was a chain smoker? Richard Bryars? No. Yeah, what, it's what killed him in the end. Really? I think yeah. it's what killed Bowie, you know. Um, yeah, well, there we... No, I didn't know that. So, oh. Richard Bryars, David Bowie, what do they have in common? That. That. Yeah. That. Mm. Anyway, back to season's end. Yes. Well, shall I choose one? Go on, I mean, you have to pick it's one. Got, to it's got to be between uh, Easter and the space, really, hasn't it? For live, uh, yes. The space is an absolute whopper, and you can't really argue with it. Um, and I do think it's about the best thing we've ever had on film. The space from the Albert Hall was amazing with the string quartet and everything. Um, but Easter is. You know, if 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 you're thinking about something that's per- more personal to me, then it doesn't get much more personal than Easter because I wrote I, I wrote it and brought it to the band. Um, 
more or less. You know, the band uh, had the idea for the um, the the fire. The what will you do? Make a stone of your heart section was something we wrote after we met, but the the main song right up to the guitar solo really was was something I had in the bucket. So it's very personal to me, and um, I'm sure it's quite personal to a lot of people. Um, and I, these days, I always think of the lovely Anne Marie Forker whenever uh, I think about Easter because she wrote me a lovely message about what that song meant to her growing up in uh, in Northern Ireland. So it was a sort of a vindication of the words that I'd written, um, and and a huge relief that. I'm sure I offended somebody, but, but uh, you know, some people really got it. So are you going Easter then? Go on then. Easter. <laughs> right. I'm going to type these. I'm, I'm, I'm typing these up because I'm typing them next to what I said right, on okay. my little sheet that you can't see. All right. The problem with the guy with Easter is we're going to... Well, no, it, there isn't a problem. Let's crack okay. on. Right, okay. Cool. We have to miss out the space. That's that. Well, that's, that's but that's that's them's the breaks, as Boris said. Them's the breaks. <laughs> uh, right. Okay, then that takes us to holidays. By the way, Anne Marie popped up on my uh, Facebook feed the other day because she or something. She'd finally taken a photo of Brian May. Oh, very good photo, of Brian May. By the way. Well, um, no shit. I mean, yeah. she she does take extremely good photographs. Yeah. She probably made him look, you know, half his age and half his weight as well if, uh, if there were pictures of me or anything to go by. Yeah. Well, right. Okay. Well, he, well okay. Fine. Well, if she did, well done. Uh, I've never met him, so I don't know. Um, well, anyway. he, he's already very thin. So if he looks half his weight, then he'd probably, probably stick yeah. thin. No, he, he didn't look like he got any form of eating disorder. So maybe, maybe she'd captured him as he is. Who was telling me about Ronnie Wood? Bowing was that you? Bow, yeah, bowing. To, yeah, it was on. The, it was on one of the. It was. It might have. It might have been on one one seven, or it might have been on the. It was on the odds and sods. Bow, I think actually. Bowing to Brian May. Yeah, yeah Brian to May. Yeah. yeah. Well, as well you would. I mean, as well as well as well you bloody well would. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's phenomenal. What you, what are you going holidays then? Holidays. Uh well. Were the band still interested at this point? What you just said is the band were very much engaged with seasons end. Are they still interested at holidays? <laughs> Certain members of the band remained interested <laughs> right, for okay. holidays Excellent. in Eden, and certain other members of the band, um, possibly in the guitar department, lost interest altogether. Ah, uh, yes, um, the, and, yes, and, the famous uh, donkey. <laughs> what, what's a donkey got to do? Didn't we? Didn't we? Didn't we have a little gag about the fact that uh, that Rollers had, had got up and walked out, and you know, I tailed it off on his donkey or whatever. <laughs> Oh no, he used to do that from the moment we met. He was oh, right. doing that and while we were writing Seasons End, you know. We 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 used to look out and his car wasn't even in the car park and you go, Well, where's he gone? And they'd go, Well, I don't know. You know, it's like it was the most normal thing in the world. In the world. But anyway, um anyway, holidays yes, for, for holidays in Eden, I think he I think Rothers left more in his mind than physically at, at that point. But um Well, for life You'd have to really. I've got a similar dilemma that I had with Seasons End, really, which is that 
obviously dry land is 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 again a, another song i brought to the band um and is much more me essence wise but if you lose splinter and heart then you've lost an absolute whopping set opener um and to lose that to lose that set opener and a chance for for Jens to do something special with the production um, would seem a shame. So I might have to go for Splinter and Heart. I might have to jettison Dryland in favour of the whopping opener. Okay. And of course, the other advantage of Splinter and Heart, keeping it in, is there's an opportunity. There's the opportunity to be handed cake. Yes. We don't like get that to... opportunity in Dryland, do you? No. No, there is. Well,. I have done dry land in the past um, whilst on my hands and knees being sick into a car park. So there are <laughs> there are options. There are options. <laughs> I know which one of those I'd prefer. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it, let's face it, that's not entertaining for either me or the punters. Um, so, I mean, it's a talking point on the kind of <laughs> pogues. <laughs> <laughs> keeping up with the pogues uh, yeah. front, you know, but apart from that, it's probably not something anyone wants to see. Whereas Splinter and Heart gives me the option of either sitting at, starting it on the balcony or yeah. sat on a piece of scaffold pole or, where, or wherever Jens decides to stick me. Yeah. And, of course, the other great thing about Splinter and Heart, not only is it a great set opener, it's a great encore opener as well, isn't it? That's true. And it is quite... And it is a, a personal song, you know, that it's quite a personal lyric. So it, it's not as though that lyric's not got much to do with me. It, it, it's got everything to do with me at that point in time. Um, so there we are. It's sort of about, you know, it's it it's, it chimes with my um, occasional obsession with with what fame does to you, and and I've I've written about that a lot. Without ever being particularly famous. <laughs> I don't very what, empathetic. I don't know what I'd have done if I'd actually been... If you'd been, been really famous. Be, yeah, I'd have, uh, well, God knows. I'd have written yeah. about nothing else. <laughs> right. Brave. <sighs> Oof. Oof. Well, I'm tempted to throw one hell of a curve. Ooh, go on then. Throw a curve. I'm going to put living with the big line. Ooh. Because that's all about society. It's all about shock. It's all about human beings being born and growing and everything they have to put up with mentally. And in that sense, it's a huge song. It's a very huge and meaningful song. Um, it doesn't see the light of day very often live. Um, but I'm I'm really tempted, for all those reasons, to stick it in there. Um, which is which again seems like madness if you've got to jettison the great escape. Um, and falling from the moon and made again and the hollow man. But I'm I'm gonna go with living with the big line. Living with the big line. Because right. okay. I, th- I think it's current, you know, I mean, it's remained very current. Uh if if you think of the recent um 
if you think of Donald Trump and uh, January 6th and you think of Boris Johnson, we, we're, we're all living with the big lies all the time, aren't we? I, I, absolutely. Vladimir Putin, he's... Um, absolutely. He kind of... That's his modus operandi, isn't it? The big lie. Mm. The bigger the lie is, um, the greater the chance someone will think you're telling the truth. I suppose if they go, that can't possibly be true. Which, God, even he wouldn't have the brass neck to say that unless it is. <laughs> I think he kind of relies on that. Well, and of course, the bigger the lie, the fact then that you don't, you don't tend to you know when reality comes along which should be outrageous it suddenly doesn't seem quite so outrageous no no well that comes back to that line doesn't it you get used to it mm. and uh, you know just as you get used to expecting your politicians to act with honor you very quickly get used to them acting without it uh, it just takes just takes a couple of instances and that becomes what you suspect and you go oh well oh well he only lied about the election <laughs> it's not the end of the world no. oh he only lied about <laughs> and he didn't mean it about the bleach <laughs> yeah or oh oh you know he uh, you know he only lied about that that jew being a being a nazi um Etc. Etc. Living with the big lie then from Brave, right? Quite a curveball. Like mm. it though. Uh, AOS then. Oof, my lord. Um, what have we had so far? We've had Easter. We've had uh, Splintrail. There's so much to choose from on AOS, mm. isn't there? Well, um, there's everything. There's actually everything to choose from. Yeah. There isn't one you'd want to miss out, is there? Um, no. And everything comes across so well live. Yeah, and everything's a joy to perform live. I mean, on the last last little outing, we were we banged Surf Baby, and it was just such good fun to do, and it sounded great every night. Uh how do you leave out beyond you? How do you leave out, out of this world? Uh, I think a lot of the fans would, would be screaming beautiful at me uh, because I know that it's meant a lot to some people. I think I might go with beautiful, which again okay. might be a bit of a strange one, but um, I've recently become a little more aware. I've had uh, I've had lovely messages uh, most notably from Helen Thompson um, about what some of the lines in that song mean. Um, you know, and, and it is a song about being yourself against all odds and how they will laugh at you anyway, so it doesn't really matter. There's no point wearing a mask because they'll still they'll take the piss out of you in a mask mm. just as much as they'll take the piss out of you you know, naked. So you might as well be yourself, uh, show us what you're made of and all that. So I'll, I'll, I'll take that, which I wouldn't have expected to choose even myself until this moment, but sod it. Okay. 
I like that. I like that because that and we did have there was a lot of conversation about beautiful in you know a couple of episodes ago. So I like that. Okay. Um, TSE. Well, it'll have to be the title song for for two reasons. First of all, it's about my dad, um, and so it's kind of core to who I am. Um, I mean, so is Three Minute Boy, uh, but nonetheless, um, TSE is such a whopper live. If we're talking about live, then I should probably put that in. Right. I I... I think as well in the context of that album, and that's not to say that there's nothing else on that album worthy of, of playing live, because that's clearly not true. I mean, Thousand Faces always goes down very well live. Estonia. Uh, Estonia goes down well live. Uh, and, you know, I, I mean, you can play Hope for the Future every time you play, for me. Uh, <laughs> might be playing it on your own. Um, Just me and Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> now, that... That would be something to see. I oh, know, I'm ready. Um, you know, because uh, I, I love that. Um, but then Accidental Man's a great song that I always thought went down well live when I've heard you play it live. Yeah, the only Marillion song that Peter Gabriel had any time for by, um, by I mean, I'm sure he hasn't waded through our catalogue. <laughs> but but we, we we got chums. Um uh, names, 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 names. Ooh, ooh, she'll kill me for forgetting. But we 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 got chums uh, who uh, we got chums at Real World, and by all accounts, he quite liked Accidental Man. Um, right. So not a lot of people know that. Um, I can understand why he liked it. Um, because I think the the lyric would probably have chimed with him. Um, it's a great lyric. It's uh, it's a Helmer lyric. I I probably added a couple of lines to it, but it's basically John's. And it's a great it's a great thought that all all men are accidental, um, just as all women are. Uh, we're accidental humans, aren't we? Mm. Mm. And it's and it's it is a good tune live. Yeah, it's, it's a good melody. Yeah, it's like it's kind of a melody Sting would have written, mm. isn't it? It's El Stingo. El Stingo. Yeah. And interesting to know that about Peter. Maybe he has gone through the entire catalogue. Maybe he's gone through the entire <laughs> catalogue and gone. You know, the only thing I liked, uh, you know, <laughs> there's eighteen hours of my life. I'm not going to get back. <laughs> He would have needed a holiday after that, I tell you. Yeah. He might send you a text message. I tried. <laughs> um, uh, let's do, let's let's go to radiation. I think I know what you're going to pick. Do you know? Oh, yes. do you know? Did I just mention Three Minute Boy? That, that's on radiation. Oh, my God. What a cabbage. Um, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, well, for life. Uh, let let's let's have three minute boy then. Hmm. Um, it's always a good good. It's it's lovely to hear the crowd, yes, singing the la 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 las and the and doing the scream. Yeah, 
yeah, it's a, it's an audience participation moment, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, and it's extremely biographical, autobiographical, mm. in the sense that you know it's all about it's all about starting life as an absolute no one and 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 watching TV and seeing someone's on TV and then finding yourself in that position later and uh, yeah another another obsessed by fame lyric I guess um, in the end in the that 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 sense that you know be careful who you envy because it might not be such a thrill three minute boy it is let's do one more before we go for a break go for a bit of diary Um, so dot com I wavered on this. I'm, I moved around. I had a couple of things before I settled on, on one. Mm. A legacy to it. I've written one thing down, then got rid of it and put something else in its place. I quite fancy Enlightened, you know, because, um, again, we never play it. Um... And it's um, it's a really beautiful thing. Um, what well, would help with pace as well? Would give you a give a little a little drop. A little drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, yeah, enlightened. Um, yes. Between, you want to go enlightened? Yeah, and I think. I mean, house is obviously very deep seated, but. I, I'm not sure I want to go there too often. I think I'd I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather go with Enlightened, which is a, a really positive and beautiful love song. Hmm. Okay, well let's let's stop and go for some diary. We're halfway through. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got seven of the fourteen. So just to recap, you've gone for Easter, Splintering Heart, Living with the Big Light, Beautiful, This Strange Engine, Three Minute Boy, and Enlightened. Yeah, it's quite an interesting gig. Quite an interesting set list, that, isn't it? Mm. Let's go for a bit of diary. You're about to jet off to NYC. New York City, the tour of this tour. Hey! We've we've moved to 2005. <laughs> You're talking to me. Yeah. Um, sorry, say that again. Uh, no, sorry, I was just saying we've gone to 2005. You're going to NYC. Yes. Uh, you're abandoning your kids for the first time. <sighs> Yeah, I did. Um, I'd forgotten doing that. Christ, I'd never get yeah. Lynetta to do that. Blimey! No. Um, um, and you've got a couple of it's acoustic gigs, I think. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, I haven't read it out yet because it doesn't quite get that far. It just gets up to the day before the show, doesn't it? So we'll be on one one nine before we hear what happened at the gig. Maybe I should keep it a secret. Um, but yes, we were going to play at the Bowery Ballroom, a Lost Trios show. Um, and Lucy came with us. I think she was, she might have been wearing the tour manager's hat for that. Oh. <laughs> Poor thing. Um, and who can forget the slowest elevator in New York City, which is at the, the Marcel. I don't know if they've ever sorted that out. But you need a lot of patience. <laughs> That sounds like a Paul Simon song title. <laughs> the slowest elevator in New York City. 
Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> right, go on then. You get on that 747. Right, here we go. Getting up far too early once again. Two thousand and five, Friday, tenth of June, home, New York City. Woke at six thirty and couldn't really get back to sleep. Today we fly to New York City to begin a small acoustic tour. Unfortunately, Dizzy's dad had a heart attack last Thursday and was rushed to hospital, so she flew out to Pretoria last Friday. I dropped her at Heathrow before heading up the M4 to Bristol for the first warm-up show. My departure to New York today means that we'll be leaving Sophie and Niall to fend for themselves for a week. This is a first, and I'm sure it was contributing to my nervousness as I lay there contemplating the day ahead. I wanted to be sure I would leave them with everything they need. The fridge is full of food, I've left loads of change for school dinners, and Sarah, our next-door neighbour, has kindly offered to take them to the supermarket if they should run low on supplies. Nonetheless, not having done this before, I couldn't help fretting that I'd clear off to America and forget something crucial and fundamental. I had also decided to glaze the wardrobe before my car arrived to take me to the airport at 10.30am. We've had some glass panels made and they arrived yesterday. Didn't want to leave a load of glass around the house under the circumstances, so I tried to fit them last night before running out of silicon sealant. Couldn't get any more till 9am, so it was all a bit tight. Got up at 6.45 and decided to get the pink suitcase out and pack. Was just about ready when Niall got up at 8. I said I'd take him to school. Normally he gets the school bus, as I won't be seeing him for a couple of weeks. We left at 8.20 and drove the five miles to Brackley where I dropped him off. Bye, Dad. You're the best dad, he said as he wandered off in the direction of the school building. I love him so much. As luck would have it, the hardware shop didn't open till 9 and it was only 8.40, so I decided to drive to the doctor's, 15 miles away in the wrong direction, and pick up a prescription before returning to buy silicon sealant at the hardware shop went home and began fitting the glass panels. When it got to 10.15, I roused Sophie, who isn't at school today, and she pointed out that my car had already arrived. Better finish packing. Was still finding shirts and socks as I climbed into the car on what was a fine sunny morning. Spent the journey to Heathrow writing on the computer, and it seemed to pass quickly. At Terminal 3, I met up with Lucy and the boys and a fairly chaotic check-in followed, but we got away with only 60 quid on the excess baggage. Not bad considering we have four guitars and a load of audio gear. Got frisked at security, even though the machine didn't go beep when I walked through it. Just a quick random search, he said. Well, I've heard it called some things. Maybe it was the trousers. I wasn't wearing underwear, so the search was a bit more intimate than I suspect either of us had hoped. 
walked away whistling, getting to know you, and found a seafood bar where I had a breakfast of salmon and brown bread before making my way to gate 18, where the Virgin 747 to JFK was already boarding. The flight seemed unusually quick at 6 hours 45 minutes, and the cabin crew were pleasant and friendly. We didn't get diverted. Nobody got arrested. The plane didn't need any fundamental components replacing and nobody threatened to arrest me for ordering a second drink. Marvellous. Not United Airlines then. Took a cab into Manhattan with Lucy and Steve R and arrived at the Marcel Hotel on the corner of East 23rd Street and 3rd Avenue in pretty good shape apart from the need to shower. Checked in and helped the boys with the heavy equipment, which was stored in a back room, before going up to room 605 in the slowest lift in New York City. Showered and spent a couple of hours in the bar downstairs, drinking beer and discovering the delights of Patron Tequila, care of the Dublin barman, Mark. Invited him to the show on Sunday and toddled off to bed. Saturday, 11th of June, New York City. Slept well and woke up at six, but managed to slip in and out of sleep until nine. A good effort. Opened the curtains expecting the same sunny weather of yesterday, but was surprised to see it raining. I realised that I hadn't packed one single item of outer clothing. Shirts in plenty, but no jackets. There's always something. I decided to brave the weather and go and buy an American SIM card for my Moby, then I can use it with a phone card and I'll be able to call England more cheaply. As I walked down East 23rd Street, the rain got heavier until I was fairly well soaked. All the phone shops were closed, so I figured they must open at 10. Got further drenched trying to find a Starbucks so I could pick up some email and after the usual wrangling, managed to open an account and log on. I'm expecting a transcript of an interview I did with a couple of guys in America last week, which I'd promised to correct and return. They hadn't sent it anyway. The AC in Starbucks was bloody freezing after coming in from the hot street all the way through. Not a good thing to do to yourself at the beginning of a tour. Pneumonia. Bring it on. A girl from Israel asked me to watch her bags while she went to the loo. They never exploded, and when she got back, we got talking about the continuing war with the Palestinians. I had to tread carefully. She, after all, lives there, and I've never even been. How can you make peace, though, with people who were born and grew up in forced isolation camps? And how can you make peace by bombing them? She says it's not like it is in the news reports. She says they're one-sided. Hmm... She said Israeli politicians are self-seekers who aren't really representing the feelings of the people. Well, knock me down with the feather. By now, it had stopped raining, so I wandered down the street and found a phone shop where a man relieved me of $60 and I emerged with a new US number. I returned to the hotel but couldn't resist popping into a little bookstore on East 24th to buy a book which had caught my eye in the window. It's called on bullshit, and was worth the money for the title alone. When I got back, I changed out of my damp clothes and soon it was time to meet downstairs to go to lunch. We were meeting a couple of guys called David and Stuart who are marketing men. 
They are also fans and had contacted Lucy to see if they could help us with anything and have subsequently secured us an interview with Sirius Radio. Quite a big deal here. We met at a restaurant called St Andrews, which has a massive selection of drinks. I ordered a bottle of Young's Dirty Dick Bitter. Well, you have to. Which is brewed in Wandsworth, which, when you're in Manhattan, feels ten times further away than it actually is. I ordered a salad and watched open-mouthed as huge portions of spare ribs and fish and chips arrived at our table. I'd never have managed any of it. Oddly enough, there are very few overweight people on the streets of Manhattan. Nice calf, though. In the evening, we played a short acoustic set at Tower Records in Greenwich Village. The shop staff all seemed excited to have us there. My sound wasn't great, but stuff like this isn't really about the quality of what you do. It's just the fact that you showed up and made a noise. Still, you can't help but want it to be classy. Sometimes that just ain't an option. Seemed to go down okay. Afterwards, we went to a couple of tequila bars and drank margaritas. A most pleasant and relaxing evening before the hard work begins. And we're back! And because we've got to crack on with this set list, I'm not going to ask diary questions, but there are questions mm. I could have asked. Mm. Uh, and I would absolutely have started with your intimate experience uh, going through security. One of the downsides <laughs> of going commando. Um, but we'll leave that We'll leave that for a different day. And at some point, we will come back and start to ask a few random questions about these diary entries we've missed, because there are some good questions in there. Um, but but leave that. We'll leave the elevator. Other things to to talk about. Mm. And maybe in 119. Back to the set list. So we've got the first seven, which means that we're now at anarachnophobia. Mm. Gosh, we're at anarachnophobia. Now, we're at anarachnophobia. I've got to find my list. For once, in, at least together enough to have a list on the screen so I know what's on these albums. Between um, my course, map of the world. Ooh, that's tempting. What do we go through the wild roads? Oof. Um, I could have gone for half a dozen off this. I find this a tough album to pick a track off because I think there's a, I think it's like AOS. I think there's a lot of stuff that really hangs well live on here. Mm. Well, for live. Um, I'm probably going to choose, and bearing in mind the general pace of the set, I think I might have courts. Okay. I think I might have courts. Um, yeah, let's have, let, let's have that. I mean, again, it might be nice to do Map of the World because it doesn't get an outing very often and it's a nice... Light, easy breezy kind of a number, a positive message. But let's go with quartz, which is a really nasty negative message. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's channel our inner bastard. <laughs> <laughs> might, be the, 
That might be the title for the episode, actually. Never very far under the surface. <laughs> right. <laughs> now you've got a challenge. Uh-huh. Because I'm only going to let you have one from Marbles. I'm not mm. going with that two albums thing. Same for um, Happiness. So oh. you've got to pick one. And that's really hard because there's three nailed on, aren't there? There are. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the Invisible Man, fantastic plays at Neverland, I assume. Yes, I am. Uh, yeah, they are pretty nailed on. Um, Though you've also not picked one nailed on so far today because you didn't go with AOS. No, no, I have been trying to... I've been a bit playful. A bit playful. But I think the playful must playfulness must stop. <laughs> stop. Now. And um I guess having having gone with Splinter and Heart. maybe I should go with Fantastic Plays from Marbles. Um because much as I, much well, I think the Invisible Man may be the best song we ever wrote. Um, for me, um, might not appeal to everyone, but I think having I think Fantastic Place moves the crowd, and it moves me when I sing it. And it's not too long, and we've got a lot to get through. And uh, so let's let's have fantastic plays. Fantastic plays, right? Although t- you're gone, blimey, that's always great life. But I'll shut up. I'll I'll stay with fantastic plays. Some that would that would be it. I mean, you're gone is a great track, and it goes down well live. But that would be a big statement to move away from 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 the holy trinity, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, there's nothing we, wrong with that. Know, we've, this we've, is your list. It's your night. This is your. <laughs> this is your. You know. Well, I mean, the, the desire to please the crowd would probably carry me to fantastic place. If I was being really self-indulgent, I might go for something else. I might go for. I would go for the Invisible Man. But um, let's 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 go. I mean. The thing is, if you were to ask me to make this list on another day, you'd get another list. So yeah. it, 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 it's today's list, really. It's today's uh, list. It's not something I could carve in stone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact I'm going to, you know, send it round to the rest of the band and say this is this is a suggestion for, for the next weekend. It's got nothing to do with anything. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then I'm we should definitely say- definitely put hope for the future in <laughs> if you're sending it to the band. Well, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna ask I'm gonna check on their availability for individual songs. <laughs> right, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. A voice from the past. All right, okay. Mm. I didn't think you'd go there. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um. You were very quick on that one as well. Yeah, for me, it's the it's today's clear winner. Right. 
Okay. Okay. Um, right. So the two albums that make up Happiness is the Road. I've got to choose one from all of it. One yeah. from the whole lot. Well, um, I've thrown a bit of a curveball into my list at this point. Well, actually, it's not that much of a curveball. But it's probably not where you'd go straight away. God. Well, I'd be tempted to 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 go for Trap the Spark, but but having already chosen Fantastic Place, they're very similar songs in the sense of the feeling of them musically and the darkness in them. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that maybe that's a bit much. Um, so let's. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, oh, hang on a bit. No, that's right. Um, oh, let's have older than me. That that'd be a little moment in a set, and we never do it. Um, is that a mad choice? <laughs> Well, it's your choice. Yeah. Well, let's throw it in because I we... mean, you're doing a very good job of making it virtually impossible. If this is Mister and Misses, and I've written mine down beforehand, you're doing a really good job of <laughs> screwing my answers over. Well, that's half the fun. Yeah, it is. It just Isn't means it? we're not we're not going to win a tumble dryer. <laughs> It'll stop you gloating as well. <laughs> <laughs> is that too mad? No, I don't think. Me. No, I don't think that's too mad. This is this. The whole idea is, you know. Well, what's nice about older than me is it's it's another song that questions um, society and stands up for the people that society normally points a finger at. You know, why 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 shouldn't a man choose to be with an older woman? Um, you know, that whole toy boy thing is is a finger that's so easy to point and, you know, it's a good headline in the tabloids and everything. But at the end of the day, it's 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 just another form of nasty prejudice um, based on... What's that based on? It's based on nothing to do with love or, or, or beauty. It's based entirely upon some kind of weird societal thing. It's probably based on jealousy as much as anything else. Um, so, yeah, let's let's ask that question. What's wrong with falling in love with a woman who is 10 years older than you and vice versa? Absolutely nothing at all. Let's chuck that in, just to Go stir on. it. Sounds that can't be made. Oh, maybe I should have had real tears. But anyway, I've I've made a big statement. Um, 
Um, well, I mean, having lost the support of probably a large portion of the band for this set list, you've just lost the support of Lucy as well. But don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> well, at least I mentioned it. Um, ooh. I think I'll go with the title song, actually, because it's 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 got a great message. It's not too doomy, and we've had quite a lot of quiet quiet dark doomy stuff and this one uh, this one rocks along a bit and has some great guitar moments um and is a good message mm. let's let's have sounds that can't be made let's have sounds right okay that's good so you got two, we got two more to go mm. so let's go to fear then Live. Ooh, I ought to Fear. let I Live. ought to let you choose this one. Um Let's have Living in Fear. R- really good choice that. Bugger the Whoppers. Um let's have let's have something a bit more well, it's not straightforward musically, but it it feels a bit more straightforward. Um yeah, what a waste mm. of time! The Great Wall of China. Yeah, um, yeah. Imagine online. Yeah, yeah. let's and, make and, that. Stand. And again, comes over really well live. Mm. And hasn't had an outing for a while, so I'm probably missing it a little bit. Yeah, I'll give you that. And and th- and this, you see, this became difficult for me because I've not heard. And our probably start live yet, so I've just you're I've just joking. Plumbed. Have you not heard it yet? Well, well, not live. No. Man, oh man. Well, yeah. Are you in? I'd, are you in I for mean, a thing? Well, I'm in for a. I'm in for a treat. Hopefully, I'm in for a treat in you know York and Sheffield and various places. Yeah. Um, th- well, it's been sounding great live. It really has. So um, where are you going? The interesting <laughs> thing here is I I I don't want to influence your choice, right? But with your set list so far, Easter Splinter and Heart Living with the Big Lie, Beautiful, This Strange Engine, Three Minute Boy in Light and Quartz, Fantastic Place, Voice from the Past, Older Than Me, Sounds That Can't Be Made, Living in Fear. What's your what's your closing track? Care. And is that based on the rest of the set list? Um Yeah, to some extent. I mean maintenance drugs has got a great groove and the set probably needs a bit of energy at that point. Um, and then the closer, of course, is is just a... We'll take, take nine out of ten cats apart, including me. Um, mm. I think I'll go with that. Mm. Oh. I think that makes sense. If you'd got Neverland in the set or you'd got Leavers in the set... Mm. Maybe maybe something different. But yeah, exactly. I think with the set you've picked, it needs a whopper to close the show, and that that cares cares the one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You, you do because there's nothing else in that list. There's only TSE that could be that set ender. But I don't know if I've ever heard you end a show with TSE. Well, I think we have. Um... We've occasionally we've occasionally encored with it as well, and yeah. I've I've come off stage having done that scream, unable to really sing anything else. Yeah. 
King's the other obvious ender as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since we've played King. Yeah. We've been resting that as well. Mm. Um, but I'd be very tempted to to finish with with care because it's now, it's the most recent work. It's huge. Um, so and it's would... so and it's so now. Mm. Yeah. So just to go back over your list is Easter, Splintering Heart, Living with a Big Lie, Beautiful, This Strange Engine, Three Minute Boy, Enlightened Quartz, Fantastic Place, A Voice from the Past, Older Than Me, Sounds That Can't Be Made, Living in Fear, and Care. Mm. Obviously, they don't they won't don't need to be in that order. No, it doesn't have to be chronological. But that's the choice that you would that you would go with and then re-put into a certain order. I'm guessing you probably would start with Splintering Heart, but outside of that, I don't know what your running order would be. I'd um, probably start with Splintering Heart, finish with TSE and Encore with Care. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Right, so here's the reveal. How did that sit against my list? <laughs> not that it matters because it's your list, it's not mine. But I, was, I wasn't, this isn't my list, this is me trying to guess your list. That's oh, sense. I see, right. So I haven't done it as, as me, I'm trying to guess yours. I started with Easter. All right, well done. I went to Splintering Heart. Oh. And then I just went so on the money and I thought, I can't see him not picking Hollow Man, so I went Hollow Man. Oh, yeah, well, understandable. Um... I went AOS rather than beautiful. Mm, understandable. Uh, but I went, I went this strange engine. Ah, uh, yeah. And I went three minute boy. Right. And I'm now because I didn't check the album lists. I'm now checking. I've not got the, on the wrong albums. But in, <laughs> I from dot com, mm. I went for Lulu. Wow. Wow. Well, that's curious. Why did you do that? You because thought you thought I'd fancy it. I that uh, it's it doesn't get loads of outings, and there's the um, the if you can break it, it's already broken line, which I think is one that when we talked about it was a was a big line. Mm. Um, and I so I just thought, do you know what? I'll throw. I'll that's one of my curveballs. I'll throw in. Mm. So I went Lulu, mm. uh, and I really like I really like Lulu. I think it's great a great tune. So, but I thought you might err a bit in that direction. Hmm. Um, that's a hybrid lyric, isn't it? That's you and John, isn't it? Yeah, John. John sent a lyric called "Interior Lulu," um, which opened with that same section about um, somebody in their bedsit with the picture of Lou, uh, Louise Brooks on the wall. Um, to this day, I'm not quite sure what john meant um by that by those words um i have an idea of what they mean to me Mm. um but i don't know what john meant um Lovely words. I think I wrote the Lost Weekend's booze, fingers and thumb screws I wrote. All <laughs> um, worn out. Blues that bruise and tearily lose. Uh, I wrote the second, if that's a chorus, if it is a chorus, I wrote the second one. 
And then from then on, with all of that, scream the anger, paint a picture, use the anger, paint a picture of it, throw the colours. Um, I wrote all of that. I don't know if John ever returned to the song at that point. I think I ran. I think I ran off with it at that point, and all of that, you know, if you can carry it out and take it away, buy it, it can be bought, buy it, stolen, break it, already broken. That that was that was me, and and then the. The um, the end section, you know, maybe I can stand... Lately I can stand to hear other people talking. Many, so many empty conversations. What a waste of lips. Um, I wrote all of that about the, you know, the racing stripes and we gazed unfounded at the rain. And then the very end section, all this gold... Beneath my skin, you know, left to rust to go away, all this gold between beneath my skin. Uh, that was all, th- yeah, I wrote all that as well. Mm. So really only only oh, that opening bit. section was was John's and then collectively, you know, we ran with it musically into all of those various sections and I, I, I wrote the rest of the words. Mm. So there we are. So it starts off with this character on a bedsit and then you know very quickly moves over to steve h me 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 <laughs> who would have thought it <laughs> it's not all about me you know <laughs> no no starts off with a character in a bedsit um, yeah so yeah i fancied that i fancied that so anyway we've 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 moved apart there funnily enough i went I went map of the world. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I nearly did, didn't I? Yeah, you nearly did. I... I was kind of willing you to go with. It. I thought, oh, I've taken a bit of a flyer here, but he might, he might go there. He might go there. Yeah, that's um, a nice. Again, that's a lyric about freedom of spirit and freedom of you know being free to do your thing and not being part of the herd. Um, so it's quite a positive song about a girl who's. Saving up to live a better and different life, and is going to escape, which I guess is what I did when I was, you know, in Doncaster. Um, I could have stayed there and got a steady job, and I didn't. I um, I know what it's like to paddle in the Atlantic Ocean and Rio de Janeiro, and paddle in the Pacific, and um, in. Uh, what's the capital in Lima? Um, so I've you know I've I've been very lucky, but you make your own luck in this life. You've got to you've got to make you've got to jump. You know you can't you can't sail a different ship without jumping the one you're on to start yeah. with, um, and that's fraught with risk and danger. But you got you know. You might very well be glad you did it. Just watch out for the apples. Be careful <laughs> about the apples you pick up and eat. <laughs> um. <laughs> I wouldn't advise you to live your life the way I've lived mine. Let, let's make that clear. <laughs> well, we know there's at least one book in it. In fact, there's definitely two. Um, <laughs> right, going on to marbles then. Mm. So you pick quartz... Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, not um, of course it's not marvelous. You picked fantastic place. I did, uh, and I went with Invisible Man, mm. but I didn't stray away from the big three either. 
Right. Well, I think, you know, as I said, it's in my opinion, it might be the best song we ever wrote. Um, that's probably to do with my own personal reasons as much as anything else. Mm. Um, and just being satisfied with how those words were married to that music, um, that, that worked really well. Um, mm. Thank you very much, Dave Megan. Um, but fantastic place has got magic in it. Oh, there's no doubt. I, 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 do you know if I was picking, as in I wasn't trying to pick on behalf of you, I might have picked fantastic place. So it's interesting you went there. Um, mm. Somewhere else, um, I went the other half. Oh yeah, yeah. Why didn't I do that? Um, I, I think I skimmed past it and missed it on yeah. the list. To I, be I, honest, I thought it might be a little bit of a heartstring, heartstring tugger. That's why. I, do you know why I missed that out? It's because it's not on my list. Right, the definitely on the album. I've got a list here called "Everything We Wrote," <laughs> <laughs> and the other half is not somehow on it. been missed out. Yeah. No, I'm going to put that in. Um, so, are you wanting to change your mind now, oh, or are you happy with the voice from the past? Oh, I think that's allowed because you didn't consider it at the time. But, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you to. No, I'll go with the voice from the past because right. only because it's a kind of huge statement. Um, and Lynetta doesn't listen to this anyway. No. I was going to no. say, if I thought she was listening, then uh, Jamie straight back. Stick the other half straight in. <laughs> I you owe have it to. to. I owe it to her. Uh, quite apart from feeling like I have to, <laughs> I certainly owe it to her. Well, she um, doesn't listen, so it's fine. We're fine. Yeah. You're fine. yeah. Okay. Um, we also disagreed on happiness because um, I went with especially true. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think I would go... Especially True's a funny kind of song because mm. it sort of... It was never quite... Um, lyrically, it was never quite... It was never quite finished. It was a bit of a collage that... I think to some extent those lyrics ended up going on there to do a job. Um I mean, and you see, I really like them. Yeah, but there you go. That's it's sometimes the process of how the song was written um, affects my idea of it, of the song, you know. Of and so, I mean, I've I've had a recent reevaluation of "Thank You, Whoever You Are" because. I kind of worked out what it meant, even though I wrote it. <laughs> and when I wrote it, it had it had sort of it had a different meaning. And the um, what a time this is! Everything changing faster than the eye can blink, faster than we can stop and think. What will the future hold? Well, whatever. Um, that was originally going to be. A song, my beautiful blue-eyed millennium child. It was going to be a song about Nile, 
um, it was a little message from me to my son, to my young son. And because of the way we write, I ended up, I ended up um, throwing it on 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 what became the verse of thank you whoever you are and then the chorus of thank you whoever you are had nothing to do with it but worked really well musically and was like a was a big chorus um and because those two things in my head were were in separate universes i was never happy with it as a song it felt like the uh body of a horse with the head of an alligator on it um but if you don't know what was in my head when i was writing it all and you you just work your way through it as a lyric then it can mean something completely different to you and it actually hangs together quite well so i've had a slight change of heart about thank you whoever you are Although I still regret not being able to have have made a finished song for my little boy, because I think I that's how I felt about him, and it would have been nice to put it out there, um, and how I still feel about him. But there we are. So, um, what 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 on earth were we saying before I went off? Especially on that true. Road? Especially so it, true is a song about going to America and it was a, it's a song about America isn't it a song about mm. American culture about the um, the cheerleaders and the baseball game and how I know nothing about it um, the distance from New York to Yorkshire um, and again that song almost made sense and then the music drove the words into into a place where in my head it's never quite said what I wanted it to say and then all that stuff on the end the big powerful section about America and you know the the war thing that was I guess that was because I was still eaten up by Iraq and the injustice of that war and and being annoyed about it and being pissed off with America about it. Um, so it's a bit disjointed in my head. It's never felt disjointed to me. No. Well, it probably will now. I've probably ruined yeah, it. Yeah, you've ruined it for me. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, you you should you should send me an email and tell me what it's about. And uh, I will it, do. It might do me do. the world of good, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is that you've played it quite a lot live. Have we? Or, yeah, and I've, when I've heard it, I've always thought it comes across well live. And, and, and this is me thinking, this is me joining too many dots here. This is me thinking, I wonder if you've driven that, because that sounds like a kind of a something you'd push for to play live. So hmm. that's why, you know, but I've always really liked the song. So maybe there's a, a bit of a merge in there. Hmm. Um, after that, I agreed with you, would you believe? I went, I did go, sounds that can't be made. I was over the moon when you picked Living in Fear. Oh, right. Well done. Uh, and I'd gone care as well. Well, there we are. So maybe, so, you, maybe you know me better than, than, well, maybe you know me as well as you think you know me. Who can say? Yeah. 
Well, I, well, I lost it a bit. In, I lost you a bit in the middle, and then, re, and then and then just met up with you at the end. Well, that was probably, you know, there was an element of playfulness on my part there. I think on another day, I'd have probably agreed with you. That that's a really interesting set list. But do you know what, folks? Any of you that got the the, the opportunity to comment, just just drop us a comment, see what you think. Just to go back to give you Steve H's um, list again: Easter, Splintering Heart. Living with a Big Lie, Beautiful, This Strange Engine, Three Minute Boy, Enlightened, Quartz, Fantastic Place, Voice from the Past, Older Than Me, Sounds That Can't Be Made, Living in Fear and Care. Boom. What a night that would be. And right, we better we better call it a day because we've both got stuff to do. We've both got packing to do. We really have, yeah. Yeah, I've just... Uh, I'd got it into my head that we were leaving mid-afternoon tomorrow and then I said, what time's our... What time's our train under the tunnel? And she, and she said, she said half past. Was it eleven o'clock? What a.m. <laughs> and she said, "Holy shit! We're gonna have to get up at five and be out the door at half past or something." You know, factoring in that two-hour delay on the M20. Jesus. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have to be ready to go by by tonight. I yeah. mean, there'll be no, there'll be no. Let's get up and think about packing. It'll, it'll be like, let's get up, get in the car, and drive. Mm. Um, and I know Lynetta and Vibes and myself well enough to know it's not going to happen. <laughs> so I think I'll probably just, you know, wake up tomorrow morning, drop some Valium. And then go and clean my teeth because uh, it's going to be stressful. Right. Well, enjoy your little stressful trip. I hope it it decompresses when you get there. <laughs> uh, if, if we get there, yeah. You will. You yeah. will. You will. Um, and I'll speak to you as and when. Um, and this has been TCD118. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, stay purple, those of you who are purple. Uh, and you have a nice time. Thank you. And I'm going to add the other half to this list, which God alone knows why it's not on it. No. And I'm going to add it on and then it, it will be. Maybe maybe in a day when you and Lynetta weren't getting on, she came and deleted it off. <laughs> quite, quite possible. Uh, yeah, she's been well, scratched it out. It, <laughs> Nothing to do with me anyway. I mean, or everything to do with me, depending on which way you look at that. But um, thank you very much, Anthony. Have a lovely holiday yourself in in the wigwam in Devon or wherever you're going. Yes, it is Devon. It's not Uh, a wigwam, but it is Devon. It's not a wigwam, no. No. I I just associate Devon with wigwams because I once went and stayed in a yurt. Ah. Put me back out. (laughs) Did I tell you that story? No, what did you do? Did you build it? No, no, you had to chop your own wood, uh, ah. and so we arrived, and I went, I went out there going, I'm going to chop some wood, and, and I lifted this big axe up, swung it backwards, and fell straight over and put me back out, uh, which caused untold mirth. I don't mind telling you. Yes. Um, so that's that's me on holiday. I'm not right. really suited. I shouldn't have them. They no, they don't really. Agree with you, do they? They don't agree at all with me. No. But you have to do it, see? You've got to well, at it. least now with, with where you're going, it's to your place. So it's not, it's not, you don't have to think of it as a holiday, do you? 
No, and I haven't got any wood to chop. No. Um, so maybe I'll get through it. I'm looking yeah. forward to the crab sandwiches. That's, I've got my sights firmly set. On a crab sandwich? <laughs> on that, because uh, I know that'll be all right. Everything oh. else is an unknown. But the crab sandwich is going to be fine. I'm slightly nervous about the mozzie bites, because... Uh, I was hoping there wouldn't be any mozzies, and then we've we've kind of Airbnb'd it a bit this this place, and um, and we've we heard from the last tenant that there was a lot of mozzies. Oh no! Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in with the mozzie repellent and the uh, those funny little boxes that glow blue that they have in chip shops. I'm gonna I'm gonna have one of those on the go. Definitely. Those funny little boxes that glow blue they have in chip shops. <laughs> Title for the episode. You're not going to be able to see me for them. I just have them fastened to me, front and back. Right. It's going to like something out of Sleeper, like a Woody <laughs> Allen character. <laughs> right, go on. Be off with you. You've got packing to right, do. Right, I'm going to be off with me. Uh, thanks should, we, for, should we say bye to everybody? Bye to everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. We love you. <laughs> We're all going on a summer holiday. No more working for a week or two. Fun and laughter on a summer holiday No more worries for me or you For a week or two We're going where the sun shines brightly We're going where the sea is blue We've seen it in the movies Now let's see if it's true Everybody needs a summer holiday Doing things they always wanted to So we're going on a summer holiday To make our dreams come true Just me and you
Thanks a lot, Dean Barton. Thank you, Nathan Page. And you, Mark Nelson. Thank you, Pete Witcher. Val Stewart. And Amy O. And Thanks for listening to the Corona Diaries. It featured Steve Hogarth with the insights and me, Ant Short, with the questions. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider subscribing and maybe leaving a review as this will help others find it. You could even share with other like-minded souls, should the mood take you. This has been an A Short Stories production.